the air is on. This is the car recovery episode. In this episode, we attempt to recover the car. Were we successful? I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to listen to it and find out. Were they trying to steal my car? Were they cooperative? Are we just going to give up on everything now? That we don't have a, that we do have a car? You have to listen to it. I don't know if I have it or not. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. You have to listen all the way to the end. That's when I disclose the truth. Now, this is another uh, Jamie Dimon for 24 presidential spot. So thanks so much for listening. Enjoy it. All right, we're leaving IAAI. It is 5.06 p.m. market time. Uh, we have a range. The car is fully charged here, but the range decreases when you're on the freeway. So we're going to go nice and slow. I have a pilot car behind me, you could say, a pace car behind me. So he's just going to follow me all the way home until I get to uh, North Salt Lake. If I can make it to the airport exit, I should be just fine. But it didn't take too long. It's 5.07 market time. My appointment was at 5 p.m. market time. I did get here early. There was a little bit of confusion with the address, but we're okay with it now. I'm gonna go ahead and roll up the windows for now to at least so the wind doesn't get too blowy in here. But man, I'm, I'm happy. I got my car back. No more scooters. I still have I still have some time on the scooters. We're gonna have a little bit of a moment tonight, you know, saying our goodbyes and uh, figuring out what the total bill is to bill eBay with for some of the damages that they've caused, transportation um, issues like that. But it's interesting. They did unlock the car. They did get inside of it and bagged everything up. I'm sure that that's legal or who knows but my sunglasses are still in here that was the one thing I wanted to make sure was still in here there was some other <laughs> some other mindfulness uh, I guess you call me yoga mats but I have a, I'm not gonna go through all the bags it's too hot and it's probably all the change is gone or who knows so that's nice but really I'm really just relieved to have got my car back um, what started off as like a moral crusade here, it's turned into something that is eye-opening. And that's like post-COVID business practices. It, it seems like $380, $375, that's the sweet spot to charge people with that's not going to break the bank. And it, it's, it's just enough to just squeeze enough out of them to where that's every last dime. I was talking to the person who drove me here about a water heater thing, the bill that they received for getting the water heater fixed. And it was 300 and 375. This is really like, this is my dream come true to do like an NPR style car retrieval. So I, I don't like all the, I don't like all the noise with the diesel engines and such. The big trucks. At the same time, at the same time, pretend you're listening to NPR. The car was dirty. 
it was hot. Were we in West Haven? Were we in Ogden? The majority of people waiting inside the IAA waiting room spoke broken English. Some of them were tow truck drivers. Some of them were passengers themselves, just trying to get their car. One could overhear that damage, had, there was a dispute between damage that was on the vehicle that was claimed to not have been there before. You know, it's hard to say what the outcome was. It's not, it seemed like everyone was coming and going out of that place. I was just happy to have my car back. You know, I did not expect it to turn into what it has turned into, and oh, the heater, the freaking heater's on. Why is the heater on? Don't, why, that's why it's so hot in here, jeez. I can smell brakes, but I just saw an accident happen right behind the guy that's behind me. Someone rear-ended someone else bad. Holy shit. Yeah, someone got rear-ended just like, just now, it was bad too. I saw their cars like pop out from, there's some uh, construction happening or something. And... Jeez Louise, man. Dude, things are different. Things are different now in the world. This is nuts. This is nuts. Like I'm on red alert now. After seeing that accident, it's like anything can go down right now and it's just scary, man. There is an air show this weekend. I bet you it's gonna be a lot of fun. That's where the Hill Air Force Base, Hill Air Force Base is where they have an XR-71 stashed. And that's such a pretty, pretty engineering work of art, the XR-71 is. I don't think, I don't think I, there's anything more impressive. I mean, the space shuttle, sure, but as far as like aesthetics go and like style, the SR-71 is hands down just a, a, a piece of art, man. It's a piece of art, a, a giant titanium piece of art. So if you're in Salt Lake metropolitan area, I would recommend going to the Hill Air Force Air Show, Air Force Base, and then check out the, SR-71 while you're there, it'll be a, it's a really cool thing to do. Maybe hey, maybe I'll come up here and check it out, babe. I got a car now, so shit. It does seem like we're headed downhill here, and that's good. That's really good. Because uphill on the freeway is no, you're not gonna make it back. But yeah, someone got in an accident just behind me, and uh, behind the driver behind me too, and. Times are tough, man, today, and people are making mistakes, and people are doing dumb stuff, and people are, like, just messing up, and things are getting harder for others, and, yeah, I'm just glad to have my car back. I can drive to 7-Eleven now and just drive to places that are, don't have to ride the scooter around all the time. Yeah, I think I'm going downhill enough to where... This is good. Because with electric cars, you have what's called regeneration. And what that is, is the car's uh, kinetic energy, the centrifugal force, the momentum that we have going, it recharges your car. You go downhill, you get 70%. Hey, I did a study on it. I did a study on it. I participated in it. Well, I was in charge of transportation analytics for a resort uh, here in Utah. Yeah, well, they were trying to develop it. And we were 
ball rolling here to where we can get some good transportation and do you want to create an infrastructure that is caters to electric vehicles because that's the future when you look at gas prices they are where they are at now you have a lot of arguments against like the batteries and the range and everything else and yeah that those are valid arguments sure we also have a finite resource of five dollars a gallon and hey maybe lithium ion what pol polymer Maybe those are finite resources too. I don't know what the answer is, but it's not fossil fuels. You know, it's not, we've been in the combustion engine, it's been around for a while and there's no other technology that we're just like, can't get rid of except for that. We used to hunt whales for freaking oil blubber. So what? So what? I talk about important issues. No, but that's what's nice about having an electric car is uh, you get the a downhill that'll charge the car. You don't have to. Like, there's no energy that gets used or expended because the kinetic energy, babe. Well, I know the audio quality is not the best here. Um, I'm grateful for the uh, help that I've received and you know for everyone coming up to the microphones and stuff. So I realize it's not the best to record in the car. And it's loud and not very clear. But I wanted to make sure to capture this moment to kind of give a little bit of a triumphant victory shout out to people who might be going through like tough times, man. It's not easy lately to get anything done and to get anyone's help. It's just not. You have to bring awareness to it and then all of a sudden once the, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, but you have to be ex exceptionally squeaky lately in order to get anything done, to have customer service go your way. Um, the customer experience is something that a lot of companies are not paying attention to, and they're not capitalizing on it. You're gonna get customer loyalty, brand loyalty, if you're good to your customers, if you appreciate them. If you don't, they're gonna turn the, turn on you, especially, especially if you're stealing from them. Like eBay does, they're gonna you're you're gonna have customers. You're gonna have longtime customers of two decades. And if you try and steal from them, and it ends up getting their car impounded, they're behind on rent. Their whole entire life, the direction of their life changes because of one company's irresponsible actions, like eBay's. I've experienced something that I didn't think would happen here, and. You know, I'm trying to get through it the best way that I know how and just one constant obstacle after the next to where I can't get it on my own. I could not have gotten this car on my own. Ogden Auto Towing, my AAI, it, it just was uncooperative and not helpful. Sure, there might be, hey, on the website, they might actually have a giant fire engine on the back of a tow truck, sure. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. They're not willing to help. They're not willing to even negotiate or meet you halfway or like, and I don't mean meet me halfway physically. They're just not even willing to cooperate. Like, well, tell me where I can get it dropped off so I can meet you there. It doesn't have to be halfway. Just someone help me, come on. And it just it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, so. It's something that companies 
could probably take a look at and really capitalize on is customer service, customer experience. If you absorb the cost of just a little extra customer service, you're going to have long-time customers, you're going to have brand loyalty, and they're going to stick around, and they're going to write good reviews, positive reviews. It doesn't matter if it's 7-Eleven or it's an impound mall. Anyway, this segment's kind of dragged on. So I got a phone call from the driver behind me who dropped me up there, and He's saying, hey man, if you're hungry, let's go get something to eat. And I haven't really, I haven't really disclosed <laughs> just how hungry I am. Uh, I didn't even mention it, to be honest. I was actually looking forward to the pizza from Domino's, my free pizza. But shit, like, oh yeah, let's go get something to eat. And I don't know where we're at just yet, but we're going to drop the car off, get it charging, and then go get something to eat. And man... There is no way I would have been able to do this alone. That's the moral of the story. And that that raises questions. If you are alone in all of this, if I had been alone completely in all of this, what are the odds that I would have got my car today? Zero. Zero. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to retrieve my car at all payments due again, and I would have just said, well, screw it. I'm not making a payment. I can't get my car. I paid $1,680 a month ago, and I don't have it. So why am I going to make another payment again? They can keep it. Is that what their intentions are? Is that what their plan is? There's no way I can prove that unless it's in writing somewhere, and they infiltrate and find emails and stuff like I'm not going to do that no one's paying me. <laughs> if someone were to pay me. No, the whole thing is very, very questionable. And the fact that I'm driving 40 miles back to where they picked up my car, I think says a lot. Um, I think that probably says it the most. The appointment thing, I understand. I, that makes sense to me to some degree just as far as like keeping things orderly not getting backed up and um, everything else right but at, at some point too it's it's got to be like well let's just kind of ditch the appointment thing when he gets here he gets here if he's taking the bus or public transport riding a freaking scooter I don't know how I would have got there on a scooter I was on Saturday June whatever day that was, last week. It's funny because the person who gave me a ride up here is like, I don't even know what day it is anymore. I don't, don't even know. It's like same. like same here. It's just in a holiday week too. Um, I just don't keep in track. Um, but like, I was pretty set on getting my car from a parking lot or wherever a safe place to pick it up would have been. A police station. Somewhere up north in Ogden, yeah, and I'm running into some rain right now. That's, there's on a scooter, man. I would have been spending the night somewhere on the way back. I'm pretty sure, but I would have had my car. I could have slept in my car. 
tried to get it a month ago, three weeks ago. It's been such, such a headache, man. Such a headache, man. And this stuff is so wacky. It's so just, just wacky, man. It's hard to believe that this all started with eBay withholding money because of suspicious activity, like keeping my money safe because they noticed something suspicious, but they couldn't tell me what that was. It's their proprietary whatever. I would say the only suspicious activity is someone saying, hey, um, if you don't respond, I'll have eBay lock your account, and then my account gets... All right, so I had someone try to call and it interfered, interrupted, but we're in downtown Salt Lake City. I have a, the cover art is gonna be a snapshot of the Salt Lake City temple here, the Mormon temple, the LDS temple, and my dirty windshield and everything else. But we're down here on the corner of Main Street, just trying to keep it in line. We're next to the, yeah, believe it or not, we're ne next to the Church History Museum over, over here on North Temple and Main Street. Um, the Church History Library is where uh, the original um, journals were and diaries were. I think I can actually take a better picture here of, of uh, the temple. Yeah, that'll be good. It's a lot better. It's under construction. But we're outside of the Church History Library. We made it to Salt Lake City, safe and sound. I've got the car. It's been quite, quite a ride, quite a journey here uh, the past two months. My whole life has changed. Uh, I want to pursue, like, activism. What happened to me should not have happened to anybody. And it's probably happening to people everywhere, all the time. Um, people's opinions are getting dismissed people's lives are being disregarded, discarded. For what? Because somebody stole money from them. Something that they could not control, the greed of corporations or the corruption of corporations spilled over into everyday lives, being affected. Months, months of work, months of misery, depression, deep depression, um, stupid decisions, just trying to do things out of desperation only to find, like, another dead end. It's wrong. And it just doesn't have a place in society. And there's so much mistrust and with everything these days. It's just stupid. And it's like everyone looks down on, on homeless people or those less fortunate. Only, like, it doesn't matter if you're on the street or if you're in a company, a, bi a big company. That's There's dishonesty abound. <laughs> there's dishonesty abound. Copious amounts of dishonesty. Anywhere you look, and that just, it needs to change. It really does. There's no place in society for it today. And this experience with eBay and IAI and, and all of it, it changed my life. For the better, I was, I was going to go somewhere. I had everything lined up to get out of here, but I, I couldn't pull it off. 
I could not pull it off. And that is it for is it for the better? I I can't I can't say for sure because I would I didn't never got a chance to get up to the plate and hit that grand slam. Sure, Cle Clemens could have struck me out. Sure, Young Young Kim could have thrown the whole game twice. But in the end, like the Diamondbacks still won, right? So I guess that's the moral of the story is I hope, yeah, I hope I can still win here. I don't know if I would have hit a grand slam. I never got the chance. Um, if eBay tries to, in court, argue, hey, sounds fine, listen to that. When he gets, when he gets his car back two, over two months later, after he got repossessed, he sounds good. He's talking about his life is better off. and it's Not so fast, guys, not so fast. I, I didn't say it's better off. The course, the trajectory of my life has changed. For for honest, uh, um, pursuing honest endeavors, pursuing activism, uh, pursuing things that might not be as lucrative at all. But if it's if it's in defense of people that can't stick up for themselves and can't and don't have a voice for themselves, then that's what I'm going to do until I get burned out on it. But I get such a rewarding feeling when I help people and when I know that I've made a difference. Just knowing that this podcast has grown as far as listeners go since I first started taking it a little bit more seriously on April 16th and 17th. Might not sounded like taking prayers or anything. Uh, the past week, I've certainly tried to keep things a little bit better quality, better audio quality, you know, premium gold freaking content. But I'm, I'm looking at. It used to be the highest paying job with the least amount of work. That's what I was after. That's what I want to do. Get me rich. I don't want to do. Let me put my feet up, watch movies all day. If, hey, if I can still land that job great because that'll give me an opportunity to save up and then start my own thing with helping people but I'm not actively seeking those jobs out anymore besides yesterday's podcast and you know, actively seeking them no as far as resumes go and formal applications and cover letters yeah uh I'm looking at different jobs. I'm looking at jobs in Europe, Middle East, Africa. I'm willing to relocate my entire life from Salt Lake City to go do honest things abroad to help others. Others that might not be that, that cultural understanding and, and, and differences amongst people. It's something I never considered before. That's something I would have... Uh, Middle East, European, Africa, human resources, direct... No. No. <laughs> that sounds completely unappealing, right? Well, things happen. Things happen and... I, yeah, I just want to do the right thing here. And that's what it boils down to, is I want the, to do the right thing. I feel like the longer we allow this stuff to happen, uh, towing cars into different counties and just ignoring people, hanging up, and there's no more appointments left, like that kind of stuff 
toxic work, work culture and like corrupt environments, man. Like violence begets violence, man. And I don't want to see it get there. I don't. We have a lot of things to accomplish as far as like humanity goes. Um, but we're not going to get there if we keep allowing this stuff to happen. If uh, Class A misdemeanors for splashing people on jet skis, ruining lives because of corruption, because uh, one sheriff of one county... It, it's so dumb, man. It just doesn't have a place. What's all the effort for? Why put in all this effort to not have a criminal record if it's that easily just trampled on? Whistling Diesel's in a unique position, luckily, but not everybody is in life. And I think this experience for me has certainly highlighted that. I'm a different person. I'm an absolutely different person. I'm more skeptical. Um, more suspicious. But especially with condescension. I start to sniff out con condescension. I start to catch that condescending vibe. It's on. Yeah, I know what you're up to. And there's not going to be any patience from me or like let me wait 10 days uh, I'm going to be vicious right from the start when I start to pick up on stuff like that right from the start and uh, like the only way to get ahead of this is to make people regret their decisions regret their actions you know really it, it's make them think twice and not like with physical pain or physical threatening or anything like that it's it's getting the truth out there and having them have having consequences to your actions if it's corrupt if it's dishonest there's consequences the same way my car got repossessed because i didn't make the payment on time i paid the consequences that are just there they're just there it's, it's just it's frustrating man i pay the consequences somebody else's fault but I'm to blame for it. That's not gonna happen. Not on my watch. Not with me. No way. I don't care how long it takes. San Jose or bust. Anyway, I really want to capture this uh, last mile of uh, the home stretch here to record and, and, and make sure that I'm able to convey just how grateful I am for the help that I received today and for uh, him offering to take me out to lunch and the possibility of like just getting a little uh, caught up a little bit extra here if he's able to give me some cash or who knows I'm not going to ask for anything but if he picks up on something and, and is generous enough then that's what I'm hoping for um it's been such a nightmare, but I have this like newfound uh, motivation, getting my car back, having it work, uh, enough energy to get home with, we're not leapfrogging on scooters, we're not 
charging one station, waiting two hours, and then charging at the next. Like I, I have just enough range left here to, to to park it and to go get something to eat and to talk to the person that's helped me today and, and to really thank them. But to kind of explain why and, and how this happened and why I allowed it to happen. It, it, maybe that's he. I think he he sees it as like an irresponsible, dumb. Uh, hurts me more than it hurts others, and he's probably right. He's probably right with that assumption. However, however, I, I mean I've made the same realization myself. However, I I want to convey to him like how passionate I am now toward helping others. Um, not experience what I've been experiencing. And the definition of aggress, which I discussed a couple days ago, the need to aggress uh, others when you feel wronged, that's something that's new to me. But it's, it's cool to realize that's a thing. When you want to protect others, you want to help others. And I was telling him about it, and he's like, yeah. He was talking to me about uh, being a li liaison for when he was uh, managing something and having to go back and forth to DC and lobby between managers and hourly wages, and union workers and such. And I was like, damn, like, yeah, let's talk about it some more. Like, I want to hear about this. I want tips. I want pointers. Like, what? This is the direction I want to go. What's something that I should explore besides like human resources or? mediation uh, that's not a crooked rat lawyer this episode might seem really long-winded and bad audio quality and everything but this is really for others that are interested in hearing about my experience but for me to look back on and just think like man what a mess what a racket like just absolutely unreal the difficulties I've encountered here that just should not have been there they don't belong and anyway I'm pulling in right now and made it safe and sound we'll see if anything got stolen but for the time being I still have my sunglasses and I'm gonna charge up the car call it a day go get something to eat finally yeah all right running back outside I dropped off my stuff inside my car's charging Got the keys. What a mess. What a mess. We're making progress and I I feel motivated to uh to get caught up now. Uh, knowing that I've I got a little taste of like yeah you can get things straightened out and even if you're underwater, so what an experience though. Life-changing event. Absolutely. My entire life is not the same. All right, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys soon. Oh, I had, yes, I'm a vegetarian, but I can, it has, it's been a while since I've had any sort of um, like animal protein. So I made sure to get the fish and chips. I thought I was feeling very European. So I wanted to get some fish and chips in, in honor of my 
great, 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 great grandfather, James Roberts Hall. Oops. Sorry, I'm gonna slam the door on you. Whoops, a daisy. So I got some cod, some fish and chips with tartar sauce, and uh, some vinegar. And let me tell you, it hit the spot. I was so freaking hungry. My goodness gracious. The air is on. Malt vinegar. Malt vinegar, that's what we got. Mm -mm -mm. What a good lunch, what a good experience, what a good uh, motivation to keep this fight, the good fight going. This entire episode. It's proof, man. It's proof to not give up. Do not give up. You can't give up no matter how hard you want to. No matter how appealing it is. Do not stop. If somebody did something that's wrong, and they're trying to get away with it, and you know it, you know it to be wrong, don't stop trying to get the truth out there. Don't tr stop. Don't change your story. Don't change your narrative to fit theirs. You have to do something. You have to stand up for yourself. It might make it more difficult. It might complicate things even more. I'm sure Ogden Auto Towing has reconsidered whether or not they should have helped me. It's not revenge. It's not, oh, that'll teach them or that not from my angle. No, sorry. I'm telling the truth of what happened. Now, I was lumped into a category that I belonged in legally, sure. Like a deadbeat who didn't pay their car bill. Absolutely. But I had taken steps to make sure that I was going to be able to pay my, my car bill. That's the problem here. And the problem is eBay. Hands down. The problem is eBay. The problem has been eBay for me since April 6th and 7th. It's June 23rd, and I'm still dealing with this shit. And they have received no consequences at all. And that's not fair. That's not right. That's not... That's unacceptable. I can't... I can't cooperate with that. I can't say, okay, oh, well, I got my car back. Everything's fine now. I guess I'll stop. No. That's not how it's going to be. I have to continue to, to try to spread awareness. To stop using eBay. Do not trust eBay. They're stealing from their customers. It's a bad investment. eBay stock price. April 16th, it was at 55. And now it's whatever. 40, what did I see it at? 42 something? It was down today, of course. Is there any surprise? Oh, yeah. It hit 43.66, what, the other day? Yeah, it's down today. Yeah, it was down. It was down. Or was it up today? Oh, it's probably still down. Well, it's a worthless stock. It's a worthless company. They know it. They're stealing from their customers. Every experienced investor knows eBay is the worst investment decision you could make. Am I just saying that? Am I just making it up? How is it the worst investment decision you can make? Well, they're stealing from people. They're ruining lives. They're ruining futures. They're changing entire trajectories to where I was chasing money and fortune and success.
And now, get me in there, coach. Yeah, let's make some changes. Let's talk to the Utah State Legislature. Let's make some car change, like repossession changes. You can't tow a car once it's repossessed out of, to a different county, to a different city. That's illegal. I want to make it illegal because it doesn't make any sense to drive 40 miles up north when there's plenty of places around here to keep that car nice and safe. We're talking about sustainability, giving back to the community. Uh, Mike Caldwell, the mayor of Ogden's riding his bike around. And meanwhile, it's being towed from Salt Lake using fossil fuels and it's stupid. It's some of it's like virtue signaling to gain, get more votes, disingenuous behaviors. I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. The, the world was not like this before. It wasn't. Um, it, it just wasn't. This is... Everyone's giving up, or wants to give up, myself included. Because if it's... What's the point in having a seller account on eBay for 20 years and above standard seller rating, 100% positive feedback, 1,798, two away from 1,800, items were delivered within a week of their purchase, the sooner they get delivered, the sooner I can get paid, is what I thought. 20 years. Grand Slam, something that I've had a the ability to do for 20 years, all of a sudden that money's gone. It's not there. If someone can just take that away from you like that, based on suspicious, quote-unquote, suspicious activity, then there's something wrong here. After 20 years, it's, I've never experienced that, except for this one time when it was crucial, crucial, for my advancement in life getting out of here, new place, I still had my car, everything unraveled in a couple months. I can't even get a tow, no one wants to help me. And it, within a couple months time, it's like, no, 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 no. That's not gonna work for me anymore. I think it would have if I was ignorant towards it. If, if I would have gotten paid in April, I'd probably be completely oblivious to making changes to the, the want, the desire, uh, the aggress to make changes. And now it's like all I can think about. I don't care. How much does it pay? Who cares? I don't care. Give me a position. Let me make some changes. Let me make a difference. Let me uh, hear what people have to say and, and see if I can apply some common sense along with them so that I can make some changes so that this stops happening. So people stop suffering. The freest nation of... Like, touting all the time freedom isn't free, but we're going to war. I don't know, man. No, freedom certainly is not free, but it does not mean going to war in foreign countries. It means focusing on numero uno here at home. Freedom's not free. You have to fight for it. You have to make sacrifices for it. But you don't have to go abroad to do it. You can do it right here. 
And that's what I'm gonna try and do, make some changes, get some things done. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Today has been so motivating for me in such a positive way. I needed one good thing to happen. Okay, it's possible. Things are still, it's still possible to have things happen. Good things happen. Progress is being made. That's all I needed. Give me back on my soapbox for Jamie Dimon. He's got to run, man. I've got to, I've got to be his campaign manager. He knows it. I know it. He has to run. Because the Republican Democrat uh, toxicity within politics, someone has to be there to mend it. I've heard some good things about uh, DeSantos in Florida. I haven't yet to look in. I'm kind of out of the loop with politics. But this election cycle, this, the next two years here, it's going to be crucial to the direction of this country and who gets which administration comes in next. And I'm not going to point fingers right now. It's an uh, amalgamation of administrations that led us to where we're at now, not just the past couple of years or the past couple of years before that. I would say the past couple of years, as far as the pandemic goes, absolutely everyone's just, it's not right. We have to get American culture back. We have to start trusting each other again, and we have to stop r ripping each other off. Goodness gracious. Um, right, write to people, the short letter, short and sweet, write, write to them, let your voice be heard, let them know that you exist and that whatever <clears throat> Whatever they're doing in D.C., it's not right. Whatever they're doing at your capital state, it's not right. And that you don't agree with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now that's how we're going to get uh, make a difference here. I don't care which political party you're with. I don't care. If you're right, left, middle, doesn't matter to me at all. If you're talking sense, if you're making sense, and it's common sense, hey, I'll vote for you. If you're not making any sense and you're... Uh, creating division and pointing fingers at the opposing party, then I will not vote for you. But I'm absolutely going to vote this time around. And whether or not there's uh, the option to, to vote for Jamie DeMond in 24, or whether I have to ride it in, that's who I'm going to vote for. If there's nobody else, that's who I'm going to vote for. And I don't think that there's anybody else. So, moral of the story, vote for Jamie Dimon in two years, because he's the only one that's going to rescue this country out of where we're at now. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest.